At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the sports betting network. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome in to another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I, of course, am Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook, getting you prepped for all of the weekend's action. We've got college football, we've got NFL, but we also got our plenty of props leading you into the weekend. We'll begin tonight's show with Prop Shelf momentarily, like I typically have been doing, adding those plays in as they've been getting posted at Bet Rivers and other outlets where we can get the best opportunities in terms of those betting propositions. Afterward, Amal Shaw, co-host of Odds On. He will be talking college football with us. I know he is enamored with the slate for tomorrow, so he will give us some of his best plays. Looking forward to it with Amal. And then typically on Fridays, as we have started this tradition now, James Salinas, co-host of the Pro Football Blitz here on VEASAN on Saturdays and Sundays, will give us some super contest strategies, just overall contest strategies, and some of the intricate betting angles and trends that he's looking forward to for the upcoming week. He's been fantastic when he's been hopping on, having great plays. We're looking forward to more of it with James. Then at the end of the show, we'll just do an overall summary of all of my action that I've got going into this week. And I know we'll talk about my plays with Prop Shelf to start things out. But what about the teasers that I talked about earlier this week? What about the college football games that I played? Don't worry. We'll cover all of that in about 45 minutes as we send you on your way this weekend. Let's go ahead and begin with some of the prop action that I have delved into for NFL Week 4. It is that time, ladies and gentlemen, prop shelf, and we're going all over the place. I'm talking pretty much every single game, but look, I like to, you know, kind of scour it out, look at all the different betting angles for it. So let's go ahead and jump right into it with Friday's edition and NFL Week 4 edition of Prop Shelf. And let's go ahead and start with the game featuring the Cleveland Browns and Minnesota Vikings for prop shelf. Nick Chubb, he's going to be the, the man to hopefully really get us on a good route to begin with and hoping he can do it on the ground. Taking a look at his rushing yards, number 77 and a half over minus 112. Under is minus 117 for Nick Chubb. Now, as of this point, Nick Chubb is averaging 87.3 rushing yards per game. He has also gone over 77 and a half rushing yards in all three games this season. Against Chicago, racked up 84. Against Houston, totaled 95. And against Kansas City, he had 83. Now, looking at his opponent this weekend, it's the Minnesota Vikings, a defense that has not been stout. We know that. And we 
assumed that was probably going to be the case with Minnesota. Maybe they were going to take a step forward, but really hasn't been the situation as of now. So Minnesota allowing about 119 rushing yards per game. They ranked 27th in DVOA run defense. But what did the lead backs do against Minnesota thus far? Well, Chris Carson last week had just 12 carries, but was still able to manage and muster up 80 rushing yards against Minnesota in a game where they needed to pass more because they were trailing. Joe Mixon in game one had 29 carries for 127 rushing yards. Now, the Cardinals, I'm not putting too much into this conversation because they do a running back uh, by committee with James Conner, Chase Edmonds. But the Vikings are allowing about five yards per carry to opponents, and Chubb himself is averaging five and a half yards per carry. Gets about 16 attempts a game. Look for Nick Chubb to absolutely be utilized against Minnesota. He's the main source of this Browns offense, and they will look to keep the ball out of the hands of Minnesota's really good offense as well. And how do you do that? By controlling the ground game with Nick Chubb. So look for Chubb over 77 and a half rushing yards, minus 112 as the Browns take on the Minnesota Vikings. All right, let's move on. Let's go to Dallas. Jerry World, the Cowboys are hosting the Panthers. Carolina looking to keep things going. They're catching five in this game, total at about 51 and a half. But I'm actually interested with Sam Darnold here. Now, I think the Cowboys handle business. They're going to get the job done. That's my thought process on the overall game. And if I had to play it, I guess I would lay the five. But I think the better angle is to go with Sam Darnold in his passing yards. 265 and a half is the best number I found out there. Over is a, uh, was about a minus a buck, 30. And I didn't have a problem laying that because as of this point, Darnold's averaging 296 passing yards per game. I understand they haven't had the toughest schedule Had 304 passing yards at Houston, 305 versus New Orleans, and then 279 versus the Jets. So he's gone over this in all three games at this point. So you could say, well, yeah, the Saints were the only tough team. Okay, well, he still threw for over 300 yards. And Dallas does not have that great of a secondary, as we know. They're allowing 348 passing yards per game. Justin Herbert threw for 338. Tom Brady threw for almost 380. And Jalen Hurts, a guy who everybody criticized who couldn't throw, and their offense primarily focuses on the run, he was able to throw for 326 yards in a game where he was trailing. And that's kind of how I envision it happening with Sam Darnold. They're probably going to be trailing, having to play catch-up with Dak Prescott in this elite Cowboys offense. So look for Sam Darnold over 265.5 plus they love to run the ball, but guess what? They don't have Christian McCaffrey. Chuba Hubbard didn't look fantastic in the limited reps that he had, and I don't think they're going to want to rely on him for this game. So they will be passing the ball more. Look for Darnold to get over 265.5 passing yards, minus 130. All right, speaking of the aforementioned Jalen Hurts, what is he going to be able to do against the Kansas City Chiefs at home this weekend? I am eyeing his rushing props. We kind of touched on this on Monday against the Cowboys when he had a potential good opportunity to get over it, but that wasn't the case. And I think you're getting a good spot with him now. It's kind of been adjusted a little bit lower. 15 and a half was the number I saw for Hertz. Over was minus 120, under minus 110. I like the over here with Hertz. You're getting a better bang for your buck considering he didn't go over it on Monday. I think if he did, he'd probably be around the upper 50s, maybe low 60s range. But Hertz is averaging about nine rushing attempts, 60 rushing yards per game, and he's getting about seven yards per carry. He's also gone over 50 and a half. Now in two out of three games, of course, against Dallas, he didn't. He had 35 rushing yards. But against San Francisco, he still racked up 82 and then 62 at Atlanta. Now, this Chiefs defense, we can rag on it all we want. They haven't been good. But where they've really been bad is against the run. Uh, they're allowing about 160 rushing yards per game. 5.4 yards per carry per game thus far. But that, of course, you know, more correlates to the running back. But when they win against Lamar Jackson, and I get Jackson runs a lot more than Hurts does, but they're in the same realm of the same type of quarterback. Jackson had 107 rushing yards versus the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are allowing about seven rushing attempts on average, 43 rushing yards per game, two quarterbacks in the short three-game stint they've had thus far. Jalen Hurts is going to be looking for other avenues to create points and play catch-up with the Chiefs, and he's going to have to be mobile, improvise, and use his legs. So I believe he eclipses 40, or excuse me, 50 and a half rushing yards this weekend against the Chiefs. Let's keep it in this game, though. And let's keep it in the conversation of the running game. Let's go over to the Kansas City Chiefs, Clyde Edwards-Lair. I feel like nobody wants to touch this guy with a 10-foot pole, especially in fantasy, because he's been really frustrating. But I actually think it could be a viable option to bet his rushing yards over. 
56 and a half is the spot at Bet Rivers over minus 112. Under is shaded as the favorite minus 117. And I get, you know, what happened last game is kind of padding his stats because now he's averaging 63 rushing yards per game. He had 17 carries for 100 rushing yards against the Chargers. And before that, had just 46 rushing yards against Baltimore, 43 versus Cleveland. But he is averaging about 4.3 yards per carry, and the Eagles are allowing about 4 yards per carry defensively. And overall, 134 rushing yards per game. I just think this is kind of a buy-low spot on CEH here. You know, against the Eagles, both Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard were able to get over this prop mark that CEH has right now with 56 and a half. Zeke was like in the 90s, and I think Pollard had 60 to be exact, maybe even higher. But again, if we're thinking that the Chiefs are going to be leading in this game, which the common thought is that they will be, to see Patrick Mahomes lose three in a row would be kind of mind-blowing, it seems like. But even if it's close, I just think that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire will get more action here. I think he'll be able to take advantage of this Philly defense that we're still not really sold on, especially based on what the Cowboys were able to do. So if the Chiefs are up in this game, look for CEH to get more reps. And even if he, even if they're not up, I still think they're going to utilize him enough with the short number of 56 and a half. So I played over for Clyde Edwards Lair, 56 and a half rushing yards. All right, let's go to a premier game for this Sunday evening, or I guess afternoon. It's going to be the Cardinals and it's going to be the Rams, the MVP battle between Kyler Murray and Matt Stafford. I'm eyeing Kyler Murray and his passing yards, 274 and a half over minus 115, under minus 113 for Murray, who's averaging 335 passing yards per game. But with this prop mark set at 274.5, he's gone over this in all three games thus far. Threw for 316 yards last week against Jacksonville. 400 versus Minnesota, 289 week one at Tennessee. Now you may be thinking, well, it's lower because this Rams defense is really, really good. And they are good, I'm not discrediting them. But defensively, they're allowing 307 passing yards per game. The Cardinals have so many weapons for Kyler Murray to throw to. Rondale Moore is emerging as a good player. A.J. Green's getting a lot of reps. Kirk is leading the team at targets. Oh, and you have DeAndre Hopkins. Now, I personally believe that the Rams will have the advantage in this game. I'm not talking spread, just outright win. And, you know, I think the Los Angeles Rams are probably going to end up being victorious and leading for a decent amount of this game. So I think the Cardinals are going to be trying to play some catch-up. I think Kyler Murray is going to have to pad those stats at the end to kind of try to either tie this game, win it, or cut it to a one-score deficit, whatever it may be. So I think it'll force Murray to throw more, which they do in their offense in general. And I think because it's shaded down because of their opponent, I think you take advantage of the over here. I like Kyler Murray over 274.5 passing yards, and the over is minus 115. It's him and the Cardinals looking to get a win against their division foe, the Los Angeles Rams. All right, speaking of division foe, we've got a, uh, man, I don't even know how to describe this game. Uh, it's something else, I guess you could put it, with the Bears and the Lions. Matt Nagy refusing to announce who the starting quarterback is. Oh, man, every Bears fan loves to hear that. But I'm not focused on the Bears. I'm focused on DeAndre Swift. His receiving yards, 35 and a half. He's averaging 55 per game. He's gone over this mark in three out of three games. Look at what Kareem Hunt was able to do against the Bears with the checkdowns. Six catches, 74 receiving yards. Take advantage of DeAndre Swift and his receiving yards. Over 35 and a half, he leads the team in targets. Over 35 and a half receiving yards for DeAndre Swift. That's my last prop I'm rolling with. We'll recap at the end of the show. But college football coming next with Amal Shaw. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion pertaining to your local teams, well, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh city casts are up and running. And by the way, check out the Los Angeles city cast with Danielle Elvari, VEASAN's very own. So subscribe your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts Google, Apple, Spotify, five episodes a week. We've got you covered. Check it out. All righty, back at it. It is Rush Hour right here on VCB Sports Betting Network. Getting you ready for the weekend, baby. Just going over many props for the NFL Week 4 slate. Let's bring it back to college football, which we'll touch on a little bit later in the show with some of my plays. But we got to get the expert himself, Amal Shaw, with the action he's rolling with this upcoming week. You can catch him co-hosting Odds On with Mike Paul Monday through Friday, 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time right here on VEASAN. Amal, as always, it's a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. I want to start with some Pac-12 action. I know you got some betting interest in this one specifically with UCLA and Arizona State. Now, UCLA opened about a four-point favorite, but this line's come down to the Bruins lane three. Total's at 55 and a half. You know, last week, we do our competition with Point Spread Weekly. You know, you pick six games against a spread or a total, and a team I included was UCLA against Stanford because I was like, all right, everybody seems to be against them, but maybe it's a buy low spot on UCLA. Do you think it's the same kind of situation against Arizona State? Could it be a buy low spot with them right at three? Well, first of all, no, I don't because they're on the road. Why is this team in a situation where they're only catching three on the road? Like Arizona State's solid, but they've lost the last two matchups against UCLA uh, during Herman Edwards' tenure at uh, in Tempe. I think this line should be closer to six. I don't think the Bruins are getting enough respect. I just don't see how uh, Arizona State is only a three-point dog at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, they beat UNLV Southern Utah and Colorado, and they lost the one game where they played a team that was competent in BYU, and that was a game I thought they had an opportunity to be able to win going into it. Uh, I think it's going to be a real challenge here against DTR, and if he's accurate in terms of getting the ball with Phillips and some of these other guys, uh, it's going to be a long day for, or a long night rather, for Arizona State. I, I like UCLA here. Jaden Daniels is going to have to show that he can move his team effectively if they're going to be able to win on the road because I don't think you're going to be able to slow down UCLA enough unless Arizona can score a lot of points in this one. Agreed. I'm with you here. I think laying the three or, you know, if you want to have a little bit more security, it's about minus 160 or so on the money line. But I think at that point, you just lay the three with UCLA, and I'm with you. I would take the Bruins in that spot against Arizona State. Uh, Amal, let's talk some SEC here. Now, this game I was very close to playing because it, it seems like it would just be the right move to take the points with Arkansas. Now this line is down to 17. When I was considering it, it was about 18 and a half, still kind of floating in that 19 range. But again, now it's at 17. Total is bumped up actually to 50. At the end of the day, because if Georgia ended up smacking them by three touchdowns, I would have been like, well, now it makes sense why they were a huge favorite. Do you think Arkansas has what it takes to make it a close affair, or is Georgia just going to steamroll them? Uh, I think it's a close game. I think Arkansas has got a really good chance in this game. I get Georgia's got the number one scoring defense in college football. They've been incredibly impressive. I think they're giving up just about five points a game. But uh, uh, on the flip side, I would argue, Danny, look, Clemson's offense, they struggled against Georgia. They scored three points. 
But you know what? It's not like Clemson scored against their other opponents, Georgia Tech. They put up 14. They put up 14 in regulation against NC State. When I look at this Arkansas team, they faced a comparable defense. Georgia's given up, uh, you know, as I mentioned, five and a half, six points a game. Texas A&M's given up nine points a game. Uh, Arkansas was able to win the game on, in a neutral site against them. I think similar situation. Far upgrade on offense, though, with the Georgia Bulldogs compared to our uh, uh, Texas A&M. But to me, here's the thing. If you can get 13 points out of Arkansas, I think you get a cover here. I think it's going to be tough for the dogs to go out and score more than 28 points in this game. That's why I like Arkansas catching uh, 17, 18, 18 and a half. Yeah, and that's kind of how I envisioned it, too, in the sense that, look, if Arkansas can get you to about 13, I was saying 10 to 13, but, yeah, obviously 13 would be great, then I think they're going to be right there. But, again, they're going to have to take advantage when they can against this really good Georgia defense. We'll see if it can happen, but the line is moving down in favor of the Razorbacks. And look, Amal, speaking of lines moving down and people are thinking it could be a close one, what about Alabama and Ole Miss? I've heard both sides of it now. People are thinking it's a ridiculously high line. Other people are thinking, nah, Lane Kiffin had his shot last year. It's all Alabama. Regardless, 14 and a half is the spot we're seeing. Total at 79 and a half. Which crowd are you leaning with? The pro Lane Kiffin or the pro Alabama? I'm with pro Lane Kiffin here. I think he's the best offensive play caller in college football for my money. I like their chances a lot in this matchup. And the one thing that I would argue, yeah, okay, uh, it was a tight game last year through three quarters. Alabama pulls away. But if some people made the argument that's the greatest offense in the history of college football. And my, my argument would be it's probably one of the best offenses over the last couple of decades. You know, we saw how great LSU was in 2019. Now you're getting 14 and a half points with a quarterback in Matt Corral who is elite, in my opinion, the best quarterback going in college football right now. Forget the NFL draft and how guys project out. Just in terms of the college game, his mobility and the way Lane Train calls plays, I think this Alabama defense still leaves a little bit to be desired. They're going to have to really slow down Corral in this offense. We're going to go with tremendous tempo at times. I think it's going to be a real challenge for uh, Alabama to cover that number. I, I just don't think Ole Miss's defense is getting enough credit. I I'm not saying they played any world beaters. But they did a tremendous job of shutting down Malik Cunningham and Louisville early on. I think this is a great opportunity when you look at it from an uh, Ole Miss perspective. Now, Amal, you talk about Matt Corral and then obviously Bryce Young opposing him. These are the top two guys for the Heisman race right now. And in terms of the odds at Bet Rivers, Corral is plus 125 as a short shot. Bryce Young is plus 150. How do you think these odds are going to alter depending on how the game ends up? For example, if you want to bet Alabama, obviously too high in the money line and you don't feel comfortable laying the spread, do you think if Alabama wins this game, then Bryce Young almost has it solidified? Or can Matt Corral, you know, in Ole Miss lose this game depending by how much and still him having a chance to win the Heisman? Because I'm saying, I guess, in a sense, would you take the plus 150 as opposed to betting Alabama in this game? Uh, no, I, I, don't, I think they're two separate scenarios. First of all, I remember a couple of years ago, Tua had it wrapped up, and then all of a sudden he faltered, and then Kyler Murray comes out of what appeared to be nowhere. I mean, he was having a great season, but it looked like it was Tua's Heisman to lose, and he ends up losing that. I get Bryce Young's been off to a tremendous start, 15 touchdowns, just the one pick, but you know, I, I don't think they're correlated in this particular instance, because Bryce Young could play extremely well. They could come up short. Bryce Young could play poorly, but Alabama plays well, and then I think you could have other guys emerge along the way, so I don't, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion at all. Okay, Amal, let's move on and talk Notre Dame and Cincinnati, another game that's going to be drawing a lot of attention. And look, Cincinnati needs this one. Let's be honest, if they want to find themselves in the college football playoff, and they had the scare with Indiana, but they ended up taking care of business. Notre Dame just stomped down Wisconsin this past week. And now we see the Fighting Irish catching two at home. This total's at 50 and a half. Personally, I'm staying away from this one, Amal. I guess I kind of lean with Cincinnati, and it's more of a come-to-reality for Notre Dame. Maybe Wisconsin's just really that bad. Uh, do you think Cincinnati has what it takes to get the outright win on the road? I, I do. I think it's a tough game. I'm not going to bet this game. Uh, I'm actually a little bit surprised by the line just simply because the Irish are at home. But make no mistake about it. This Cincinnati team has got a couple of potential first-rounders on this defense with Sanders and, of course, with Gardner. Uh, the big question mark is, you know, I think, Danny, the one thing that got overlooked in last week's win against Wisconsin when you see the final score is Notre Dame scores four times in the fourth quarter, two interception touchdowns, and a kickoff return. I mean, if you're relying on that to win a game against a team like Cincinnati, you're going to be in trouble because the one thing that's going to be a challenge for the Irish is this offense for the Bearcats is a far upgrade from what we've seen out of Wisconsin. 
So from that standpoint, I think that Cincinnati's going to give them a real chance. I'm not going to bet the Irish, and I'm not taking Cincinnati either, but I believe just a gut feeling Cincinnati wins this football game. Yep, I'm right there with you. I lean Cincinnati, but don't want to play that game whatsoever. And I'm thinking the same thing with this one tonight. Amal, we got about 40 seconds. Iowa, Maryland, Maryland catching three, total 47 and a half. Tongue of Iloa has been great. Petrus, the complete opposite. Who comes out on top for this game? I like Iowa. Number three in the nation in scoring defense, just giving up 11 points a game. That'll be the difference. I think they'll be able to run the ball with Goodson. Boom. Amal Shaw, ladies and gentlemen, rolling with Iowa tonight. They are laying three. Line has come down. But the rest of their team is absolutely just filled with studs. Petrus has some ways to go, but should be able to take care of business against Maryland regardless. Amal, my man, as always, love talking with you on Fridays. Looking forward to it next week. Thank you very much. At Amal Shaw 1 on Twitter, co-host of Odds On, Monday through Friday with Mike Palm right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Good content on that program and good content from Amal helping us handicap tomorrow's college football slate. Add a little bit tonight with Iowa and Maryland. Again, the Hawkeyes minus three, total at 47 and a half. Man, that game is, it's a tough one. I'm talking to my Iowa friends and they're all thinking the same thing. They realize they have a team good enough to be a top four team of the country, but what's holding them back? The guy who's slinging it, or rather lack thereof. Petrus, he's not really a guy who's going to win you a game. So if Goodson can carry this rock, as Amal alluded to, if they can control the time of possession, if he can do what he has been so great at, then yeah, Iowa absolutely has the advantage of this game because they also have a really good defense. But if it comes down to a point where Petrus is needing to sling it because they're trailing or you know coming down to a late game drive, going to be a little dicey will be a fun one regardless that's going to be occurring later tonight on friday let's look ahead to sunday again james salinas best bets in the nfl coming up next this is rush hour on vsin the sports betting network Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. You can do that by starting your free trial with VEASAN. That gives you full access to all of our sports betting experts. It includes 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every single game. Plus, get full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. Everything VEASAN has to offer for just 22 bucks per month. Sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe. Again, that's vsin.com slash subscribe. Okay, time for one of our favorite segments here on Rush Hour. And that is bringing on James Salinas. He is a co-host of the Pro Football Blitz Saturdays and Sundays, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And I love talking with James because, you know, it solidifies if I'm on the right or wrong side for some of my bets. And a lot of times we've kind of been even keel, so... I love to see that, and I'm hoping for the same tonight heading into NFL Week 4. So, James, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Let's begin with the game that, you know, also what's tradition besides having you on once a week is getting involved in a game that may be a little bit stinky, as you like to call it in. There certainly is a disgusting game in line with the Bills and the Texans. Houston currently catching 17 at Bet Rivers. Total at 47 it's just getting completely out of hand, so uh, I'm imagining you are taking the points here with Houston because of how big it is. It's too big a number. I found out here in Colorado, found us. I was waiting. It was. It opened up at around 16, 16 and a half, then climbing up to 17, and this morning I saw it at 17 and a half, and that was the hookster. I needed the hookster, and I got the hookster because ultimately, and I'm not one that follows a lot of trends, and in this case here, I'm not betting the team. It's not the here and looking at the Texans, and we know what a mess they are. We don't need to get into the roster, all the things that went happened over in the offseason with this ball club. But the one thing we have seen from the Texans through the first three games is they play hard. They show up each week and compete. We can't say that for each and every team uh, during the season, and it's only been a few short.
short weeks through the season, we've seen some flat spots hit the schedule, and that's what I'm betting here. I did take the sec 17 and a half, so going to stink up the rush hour again for you, Danny, but it worked out for us last week going with the stinky dog, and we found that with the Detroit Lions, who really, outside of Justin Tucker and the Hall of Fame kicker that he is, would have won that game outright. Not calling for an outright win here with the Houston Texans, but at 17 and a half, you know, since 1978, Danny, there's been 36 point spread. There's been 36 games where the number's been 17 and a half or more, and dogs have covered 25 of those 36. So the numbers are in our favor here. That's what I'm going to roll with because it's not only with that big number, but also the scheduling spot, I think, for the Bills. Now, there's a couple injuries, too, but thinking about their secondary, they are going to be missing Poyer tomorrow on Sunday as well as Johnson. Now, those guys, they like to put a lot of pressure fronts up there. They're not going to be available on Sunday. So I think we'll see more of a vanilla approach on both sides of the football for the Bills because looking on week five, what's on deck? Sunday night football rematch of the AFC Championship game at Kansas City. That's what we're going to see on week five for the Buffalo Bills. So they just want to survive, get through it, get to week five. I'll go with, I'll go dumpster diving again. Take that big number, 17 and a half. Give me the Texans. I love it. It just gets to a point where you almost have to take the points in the NFL. I mean, as bad as one team may be in a bad of a mismatch as it could be, it's just kind of absurd to see it that high, and especially leaves the back door wide open. And you're right. I mean, if the Bills have it solidified by the end of the game, you know, they're not going to have their starters out there. They don't need to put on the points. This isn't college football looking to get the popularity points. So at the end of the, or the style points too, I guess. But at the end of the day, yeah, 17 a lot. And don't blame me for taking the 17 and the hook, which you got uh, with the Texans taking on the Bills. Uh, James, let's take a look at another game. This one, I, I was looking maybe a teaser spot here. The Colts we see catching two on the road against Miami. Totals a shorter one at 42. I couldn't muster up the courage to doing it. Didn't end up liking it too much. But you kind of have a different angle on this one. Is that right? Regarding a total, but with a specific team. And both of these teams, I don't like either offense for both these teams. Both teams are struggling right now. You're talking about expectations coming into the season for both the Miami Dolphins as well as the Indianapolis Colts. And well below expectations right now, collectively one in five records and some ugly performances out there from both of these ball clubs. But where I'm going to go here is I'm looking at this Colts team. Now, this Colts team, we've seen them. They haven't really got to practice all practice. Carson Wentz, two bad wheels out there. He already had issues coming in to the season uh, with some of the issues going on with his foot and his surgery, some other off-the-field issues going in. I don't know if he's really endeared himself to that locker room. Uh, and then two sprained ankles two weeks ago. He was able to play through it. We know the guy's a tough guy because he's, he's been fighting through injuries his entire career, but he has no mobility back there in the pocket, which is part of his his game. And I think here the issue for me is going to be this Colts offense, not only with Carson Wentz, there's no rhythm. There's no passing attack right now for this team. And that offensive line is really decimated. Now, Quentin Nelson was ruled out for this game on Sunday. Now, he, this, he's an Iron Man. He hasn't missed a game. 51 straight starts since he was selected number one back in the draft in 19, 20, 2018. So I think here, with not only with Nelson out, Braden Smith is out. We know clearly Eric Fisher playing on that left tackle side. He is not 100% coming off his Achilles surgery late last year, too. This is really just a makeshift offensive line. So I think it's going to be a struggle here. I like the total. I was thinking about going under here, but there are some issues on the Colts defensively as well. They're going to have three starters that are missing, uh, including their secondary, which are going to be some key starters. Starters back there not playing. Kari Willis, who is the leading tackler for the Colts, is not going to play on Sunday. So some losses there. I'm kind of concerned about what Miami can or can't do offensively. I don't like that offensive line for the Dolphins. But where I went here, I'm just sticking with one side, and it's going to be the Colts side. Team total, I found under 20 and a half points. I did lay a little juice to it, Danny. I would lay 20 cents on it. But I'm going to take the total going under for the Colts. I think they're going to struggle offensively all season, all game long here. They've only scored four offensive touchdowns through three games. I think they're going to have a hard time finding pay dirt in this game against that Miami front. And that secondary is pretty sharp as well. Give me the Colts to go under their team total, 20 and a half points. I laid the 20 cents. James, an angle I went with the Colts last week with Jonathan Taylor over his rushing yards, and it took a little bit, but he ended up getting there. For this week, it's 70 and a half. The odd thing about Taylor is it seems like Frank Wright just refuses to utilize him consistently. His attempts are getting lesser and lesser. But again, his rushing yards is about 70 and a half. I know that you don't have a play in this, but I just wanted your opinion. Do you think you would still look over that with Jonathan Taylor? I think the, the, the hard part right now is looking at the offensive line and what's going to happen now up front for the Colts. 
not having Braden Smith on the right side at right tackle and Quentin Nelson now going to be out. He is there. He's the leader of that offensive line for sure. He's the dog on that offensive line. He's not going to be there. First game he's missed in his career. I just think that's a tough spot. Now you're missing him. You got Fisher on that left tackle side. This is not the offensive line that we've seen for the last couple of years with the Colts and not the offensive line they envision coming into the season at right now with due to these injuries. So I think it's going to be a it's going to be a tall order right now for the Colts. You know, there's no T.Y. Hilton to move the sticks on third down either. So we could see Miami really try to press up in that box and take away any kind of running game, make the Colts one dimensional and be able to get after Carson Wentz because he is not mobile in that pocket with both of those ankle injuries that he suffered couple weeks ago as well as the foot surgery that he had in the offseason I'd probably stay away from that one there because I just think it's going to be tall it's going to be a tough game for the Colts to muster up any kind of consistently moving the chains okay so we'll hold off on Jonathan Taylor but look James this week has presented many teaser opportunities I think I have about four of them and two of them cons uh, consisted of the Bengals and the next one you know when you look at teasers, obviously you don't want to do the road favorite, but I think there's kind of an aberration this week, and you and I are on the same page with one of them. Uh, why don't you tell everybody the teaser you're rolling with for this upcoming weekend? Well, look at the well. This is the emo. This is think about the two games here that we're going to discuss, and it's going to be the Patriots, Tom Brady's return back to New England with the Buccaneers, Super Bowl champs that they are, as well as I'm going to pair that up. I'm taking the Bucks here, and and how can you? How can you not? How can I not? I know it's going to be a public play, and the money keeps coming in on it. Now it's up to seven, and I'll probably this is probably in the contest. It's six and a half. This is probably going to be a contest play for me. I just can't find a reason there with the New England Patriots to want to take any of those points. We love home dogs. I definitely love home dogs, but this spot. I, this is something where you know Tom Brady, even they get ahead, this is not going to be one, well, let's just run the ball and run the clock out. He's going to want to grind this out there, put as many points on the board as he can, and can New England match up, and can they keep pace? Abs with Mac Jones back there, he's just dinking and dunking. I think it's going to be a tall order here. I think New England is going to roll, but take a little safety squeeze here, put him in the teaser, drop him down to one, and pair it up with the other game that I think is going to be in highly emotional. This one's not being talked about a whole lot, but think about the New Orleans Saints. We're into week four, Danny, and this is going to be their first game finally playing in the Superdome. We know everything that happened over the last month or so for living in living in Texas, being away from New Orleans due to the, due the hurricane storm that came in there last month. I think this is going to be, you know that place is going to be rocking, so emotional, such a high-octane game. I think this is where it's they're laying seven and a half it's the perfect teaser spot you can get them down through the seven you can get them through the three get them down to one and a half that's where i'm going these are two highly emotional games and thinking about from the tampa bay perspective and tom brady as well as new orleans finally returning to the superdome there and then look at the other side that they're playing do you want any part of Daniel Jones going on the road into that Superdome? Danny, I don't want any part of Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes, that's you, not Danny Dimes in New York. I'll stay away from the Giants completely. James, I couldn't agree more. I have that same exact teaser, so we will be rooting that one on together. As always, appreciate you making some time before the weekend. Best of luck with those. I look forward to catching up next week. Same to you, my man. Look to see you next week. Good luck with all your bets this weekend. Yes, sir. James Salinas, the best in the biz. All right, we're recapping all of our plays as we round out another edition of Rush Hour. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Bet River Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And Bet Rivers has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering same game parlays in all pro football matchups, and they're bringing back the Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million Beat the Spread Challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at Bet Rivers. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to place your wagers. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. one 3500 in Virginia and Iowa. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. All right, final segment here on Rush Hour. Danny Burke, your host, at Danny Burke 5, or you can follow me on Twitter. It's time for it, baby. It's time for Danny's Dimes heading in to the weekend. We've got college football. We've got player props. We've got teasers. We've just about got it all, except for baseball and any other sport. But plenty of football to unveil our best bets that we have touched on in the beginning of the weekend that we have newly added onto the slate. But let's begin with my alma mater, of course, we got to have Nebraska bet in there so they can torture me. Uh, the Cornhuskers taking on the Wildcats of Northwestern. This one at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. It's their homecoming game. And the line has been in favor of Nebraska, 9.5 up to 12. Of course, if you're in Illinois, you can't bet this in state. But if you have some kind of way to bet it, I suggest you take a look at the total. 51, I played that under, but it's actually at 51.5 now. And I'm surprised it moved that direction. It's shaded to the under minus 112, but... No more power to you if you waited, because I think getting the hook is, of course, even better. But, you know, this is a good spot, in my opinion. You know, Nebraska stayed under this total in three out of five games. The two they went over, one of them was dropping 52 against Fordham, where they got over it themselves. Okay, it's Fordham, who cares? The other was that crapshoot week zero versus Illinois, where all the mayhem happened. And, you know, if it was somewhat of a normal game, it probably would have stayed under. So Nebraska is a team also that looks to run the ball, right? Their leading rushers are quarterback Adrian Martinez, They've wanted to consistently run it. That's where they've wanted to thrive, but they haven't necessarily been able to do so. This is the opportunity to do just that against this Northwestern Wildcats team where defensively they have been very underwhelming, but we kind of expected that going into the season. But they're allowing 186 rushing yards per game. Nebraska's putting up about 200 themselves. So Nebraska will look to control the clock, control the tempo of the game by implementing that run consistently. So that is going to slow down this game with less points. Plus, you just look at Northwestern overall, not a great offense. Hunter Johnson hasn't done that well, but also an offense that likes to hone in on the run. Nebraska allows just 139 rushing yards per game. They are a little bit better against the pass, but aside from all of that, this is the best defense we've seen for Nebraska under Scott Frost. Northwestern's going to have a tough day putting up points as they have had the whole season, and even more so, when these teams play, it's typically pretty close. Okay, and I imagine it's not going to be domination by Nebraska. If it is, maybe toward the end. But last season in 2020, game ended 21-13. Year prior, it was 13-10. Usually close. Most of the time, it's lower scoring. 
The last two years it's been, and I envision the same to occur tomorrow. So bet under 51.5, which number it's at right now. I'm predicting kind of about a 28-17 type of game. Nebraska barely misses the cover at 12, but stays under the total. About 45 points is what you see. So go ahead, take the under, Nebraska and Northwestern. All right, let's move on to a couple other college football bets. We go to Army and Ball State now. Full disclosure, this line has completely gotten out of hand. That's why we dove in on it at the beginning of the week. But I laid the seven with Army in the spot. They're now up to a 10-point favorite on the road against Ball State. Total's about 48. But I like Army here. I mean, Army's just going to completely take advantage on the ground game. That's what they do best, and that's what they're going to look to do against the Ball State team that, frankly, has been bad against the run. They're almost allowing 200 rushing yards per game. Army, you know, thrives in that category, averaging about 345 themselves. Ball State coming off a loss versus Toledo. They're only averaging 17 points per game. Maybe you could get a better in-game opportunity. Maybe you feel comfortable with the 10, but I laid the 7 with Army. I think they're going to dismantle this Ball State team. But if you don't want to go the full game, I still think a good option could be Army in the first half. Now, three and a halfs were out there earlier. Again, got out of hand. Now it's up to six and a half. But Army, when it was at three and a half, covered that spot in every single game thus far. Ball State did not cover three and a half in every single game except game one against Western Illinois, and they were tied going into the second half. So you could still get a six and a half now at Bet Rivers. If you feel comfortable under the key number seven, take into consideration Army in the first half, and I guess at 10, but at that point, if you want to get involved, but it's too late because of the 10, I would rather do the first half, I suppose, with Army leading by a touchdown would be my guess. So what I did, though, Army first half minus three and a half and minus seven for the full game. Hopefully you were able to tail earlier in the week. All right, finally, last college football game, Texas and TCU. Now, this one we have seen the line drop because Texas is enduring some injuries, right? That kind of stinks for me because I laid the five with Texas at the beginning of the week. But look, we got a good number that Army game. We got a bad one with Texas and TCU. It happens. That is going to happen when you try to bet it early. Now it's at three and a half in favor of the Longhorns still. Total at 65. Look, even though Texas is missing star defensive player and the receiver as well, I still like them in this game. Again, you're getting the better number. I'm not going to go full in depth and telling you to bet it now because of those injuries, but I still have confidence more so in Texas than I do TCU. TCU's coming off a loss versus SMU 42 to 34. And the only team that, you know, that they've really beat. I mean, they beat Cal at barely 34-32 into Kane, 45-3. Does that give you faith that they can overtake Texas here? No, but of course, maybe they could cover the three and a half. But Texas is a team that finds themselves in the end zone rather than kicking field goals as they dropped 70 versus Texas Tech this past week. So it still look to laying the points with Texas. Hopefully it doesn't matter that the line drop, but three and a half is where they're at now. I laid the five with Texas tomorrow as they are taking on the Horned Frogs of TCU. So that is what I am rolling with in terms of college football. Let's get to the NFL action that we have. We can start with the teasers, and then we'll recap the props that I threw in at the beginning of the show. But we had a couple of teasers involved with the game last night because we had the Bengals and like David Ross and I were talking about. Of course, we didn't have to sweat that one out. It was breeze the whole way through. Yeah, thanks a lot, uh, Joe Burrow. But no, Joe Burrow was fantastic in the second half. Props to the Bengals for coming back. We had the Bengals minus one for one part of the teaser. Paired that with the Packers minus a half. Then the other one involving Cincinnati was Bengals minus one and Saints minus one and a half. Now, if you want to add a team like the Packers into a teaser, I'm all for it. You know, they're laying just about seven at home against Pittsburgh. It looks like T.J. Watt is going to play. Yes, that looks to be the case, but that doesn't really affect how I handicap this game. I mean, it's a home game for the Packers, who seem to be getting more of a rhythm after that you know, ugly game in week one, right? And... You know, the Steelers have looked like a complete mess. And just because T.J. Watt's in the game, yeah, that's going to be an impact. But it, it, I don't think that means that the Packers can't win that game, and it's going to completely alter my thoughts. Big Ben still looks like like he should be in a wheelchair at this point. I mean, the guy can't even throw the ball down the field. He can barely move. He's running in place half the time. So look for the Packers as a team to pair up with a teaser. And the other teasers that I did do, that you can still get involved with. We just talked about with Mr. Salinas. Tease down the Saints to minus one and a half. Paired that with the Bucks minus a half. We talk about exceptions with teasers. I believe this is the one with teasing down a road favorite in Tampa Bay. As he alluded to, a lot of emotions in this one. I don't need Tom Brady to cover the number of seven. I just need him to win outright, which he should be more than capable of doing against Mac Jones and the Patriots. Look, they had a bad game against the Saints, and the Bucks are a lot better than the Saints. That's not why I'm betting Tampa Bay solely. 
but also the Bucks are coming off a loss. Bruce Arians saying is one of their best weeks of practice, not much, not mainly because of what's happening this upcoming week, but because they're ticked off, they lost. Tom Brady is not going to lose this game. That's not what goats do. That doesn't happen going into a revenge game. He already had spite with them winning the Super Bowl after leaving the team. This may mean more to him, honestly. So look to tease down the Bucks. Pair that with the Saints, who are also an emotional game. First home game this season. And then another outlet I did, still had the Bucks in a teaser, but teased up the Seahawks. Now the 49ers are looking banged up going into this game, but even before they were, it's a division game. Seahawks looking to avenge their loss uh, last week against the Vikings. I think this one's going to be close. I think Seattle will have enough offense to keep it close with the 49ers, but just to add some, um, some security, teased them up to plus nine. So Seahawks plus nine, Bucks minus a half, Saints minus one and a half, and Bucks minus a half again are the two teasers that you can still get involved with for NFL Week 4. And then all of the props that we've talked about, just to rifle through them, DeAndre Swift over 35.5 receiving yards against the Bears. Nick Chubb over 77.5 rushing yards. We've got Sam Darnold over 265.5 passing yards. Jalen Hurts over 50.5 rushing yards as he is taken on the Kansas City Chiefs. And speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs, what about Clyde Edwards-Lair? Over 56 and a half rushing yards, minus 112. And then finally, Kyler Murray, over 274 and a half passing yards against the Los Angeles Rams. Plenty of weapons for him to dish it around to. He'll probably be trailing and need to throw the ball. He's gone over that three games, every game thus far this season. So as always, best of luck if you tail with any of our wagers or any of your own. Enjoy the football action this weekend. We'll look to reconnect on Monday. Until then, from all of us here, I'm Rush Hour. Take care. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.